This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Graham Williams. We got an awesome program for you today. Uh, we're going to be chatting about a new super smartphone uh, that I just had a chance to check out over in the UK. Very nice. Yeah. Huawei. What's it? Huawei. Gesundheit. Huawei Mate 20 Pro. This phone is all kinds of amazing. Like, I'm blown away with everything it can do. Slices, dices, makes Julian fries? Yeah. It's, it's like it's taken the best of iPhone and Samsung phones, put it all into their own, and then and poured gravy goodness on top of that. I'm I'm in I'm into the gravy phone. I'm, I'm You're the gravy phone. Looking forward to hearing about this. We'll also be chatting with the folks over at Intel. They've come out with a new power chip, the i9. We're getting uh, the lowdown on uh, that uh, as well. And uh, we have uh, the folks from TELUS on the line to talk about TELUS Health. They've got some really cool new devices for seniors to uh, help them uh, be mobile and uh, safe as Mm -hmm. well. And uh, we will uh, chat all about that too. Uh, Let's talk about some of the news. Facebook, find. Yeah, $645,000 for the Cambridge Analytica breach. Is that in Europe? That's in Europe, yeah. But it's, 645000 uh, So literally, before the show is over, they will have made that money back. Actually, in about 10 minutes. That is a load of crap. It is a bit. Yeah. So basically, you sell out the information of, you know... Fort d- democracy. Yeah, hundreds of thousands of Facebook users. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, and you end up with a fine that's barely a cat scratch. So, oh my God, that's just maddening. Yeah. It, it, I mean, at, at some point, like, cause I think they do this in, in one of the Scandinavian countries. They do like speeding tickets that are proportional to your income. So it's like, you know, like 5% of your income for the year or something like that. Uh, so if, you know, you make 30,000 bucks a year, it's like a $50 fine. If you make, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, it's like a $30,000 fine. We need <laughs> to start crazy. factoring that in for corporate because if corporations are going to be people, then, you know, we yeah. should probably find them as such. Make it hurt. And so Cambridge Analytica, uh, Facebook, obviously, like, they got off essentially scot-free. Uh, hope, hope we're all happy. Uh, talking about finding, uh, I just uh, found out about this. Uh, uh, Italy is finding Apple and Samsung, Samsung 5 million euros each for intentionally slowing down phones. Remember, uh, Apple caught a lot of heat uh, last year when it was discovered that they were throttling the performance mm-hmm. of some of their phones? Uh, because, you know, they are basically taking into account how much battery is left, yes. that type of thing. Uh, I didn't know Samsung was doing it, too. They were, yeah. And that's the thing. Samsung made a big deal out of it at the time, knowing full well that they were doing the same thing. So not hugely shocked to hear that. Um, I think this kind of sets a bad precedent because they shouldn't, be, they shouldn't have been fined for slowing the phones down because what they were actually doing was slowing the phones down so that they would continue to operate under that battery power. Which was like, if you're looking to make a phone call to 911, yes. it doesn't matter how fast your phone is as long as it makes the darn call. If it shuts down because it doesn't have the power, yeah. that's, a, that's a safety risk. What they should have both been fined for, and that's really where this should have focused, is the fact that they weren't upfront and transparent with consumers about what they were doing. Maybe they didn't think consumers cared. And well, this is the think? thing. And this, this is typical of Apple, right? It's the, we know best, and so we're going to do the right thing for you. And they are doing the right thing, but it's like, you really need to be upfront with consumers, be transparent, and you, let them you, know. But do you think they're like hiding it, or they just didn't think it was a, a big deal? To be quite honest, I think both companies didn't think it was a big deal. Yeah, because they probably thought, hey, we're helping. We're, we're helping. Yeah. You know, and it's like, so at that point... But a lot of people didn't think that. We kind of need to scream at the top of the... Uh, to, to the top of the ivory towers, like, guys, we're down here, and all you had to do was talk to us about it, and it would have been fine. I think they've got that message now. I feel like Apple has. I feel like Samsung has. 
don't let it happen again. That's all I'm asking. That's all you're asking? That's all I'm asking. I feel it's, it's a small request. Tim Cook, if you're listening, you better your consumers. Uh, I bent my iPad. You bet your iPad? I bet, <laughs> I bet my Wookiee. <laughs> Do you remember that Simpsons episode? Uh, no, on my trip to the UK. You, you bent your iPad? I don't know how that happened, but... Did you have it in your back pocket? Uh, it, Do we it, need to call it, Unbox Therapy? It like looks it's... like it look. I did not know. Yeah, I, obviously I've done something horrible to yeah, it. Yeah, but I don't know what to do now. I think I don't know if they can bend them back. <laughs> well, Are I'm you... surprised the glass didn't break. So here, here's the thing: Do you have uh, Apple Care Plus? No. Oh, okay, shame. Yeah, because they because like I, I think Apple Care Plus basically you can drop it into a nuclear bomb explosion and they'll do something about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you might be you might be out of luck. Yeah, I might have to take it to one of those third-party places. I, I go to that. I go to that yellow place in in Yelltown. Yep, it's pretty good. I was actually having because I'm thinking maybe they can take it apart and bend the the back case back. Probably yes. Yeah. I was actually having an online argument with Lewis Rossman earlier this week. You know this guy? No. Okay, so CBC did a story about uh, Apple and uh, the the repair thing, the right to repair, and they had him on. And I kind of I caught him being less than truthful about some stuff. And he wasn't that he was being disingenuous. He was just kind of glossing over some details. So he and I had an argument. I actually got an apology out of him. Good guy, Lewis Rossman. <laughs> what, because he apologized now, to you? Now that he's admitted that he's wrong. Well, that's all that matters to you. <laughs> When we come back from the break here on Get Connected, we will be talking about some awesome, really cool, amazing devices from TELUS that uh, help seniors uh, keep mobile and safe, uh, whether they're in their home or out and about. So you're listening to Get Connected. It's brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio. Well, want to talk health now, and uh, specifically with our friends over at TELUS. On the line, we've got Juggy Sahota. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Mike. It's a pleasure to be here. So I, I find it interesting because, uh, you know, when you hear the name TELUS, most people uh, obviously think of cell phones, uh, you know, maybe their internet and uh, their, their TV service. But you guys are really big into health uh, as well. Give our listeners, uh, you know, kind of a basic overview of what that's all about. Sure. Thank you so much, Mike. Um, actually, we have been in the health business uh, for the last 10 years, TELUS has, and we have invested more than $2.5 billion in patient-focused solutions, things that reduce wait times, things that change access to health care and digitize that information so that the right information gets into the right healthcare hands for the right decision. And so we are the largest healthcare IT company in Canada. Uh, we offer everything from electronic medical records for doctors, pharmacy management software, health benefits management software, and uh, very important consumer health services, things like home health monitoring so that people can get the benefit of being able to uh, be at home instead of in the hospital for certain conditions, uh, and as well as some of the exciting services that uh, I'm happy to talk to you today about including uh, we launched uh, something called the TELUS Healthy Living Network, and this is available for all of our, our TELUS uh, Optic TV customers. And we actually curate uh, compelling, entertaining, and very informative health content, health documentaries, uh, health exercise videos, and what have you, and they're all available through our uh, video-on-demand service uh, with TELUS Optic TV. So you don't have to be a couch potato. You can actually get up and do stuff. No. <laughs> yes, you can. You can. You can. You can take one of our Jillian Michaels exercise videos and uh, and exercise in the comfort of your living room, uh, even on your couch, if you like. <laughs> you can make me feel guilty now. That's okay, though. I'll be. I'll be more fit. Um, let's let's talk about something that was really interesting. Uh, the Living Well Companion. Uh, this is uh, something for uh, for the I guess the aging population, the seniors out there. Can you tell our, our listeners about it? 
Sure, sure. Um, I think um, w- what's important to know is that um, we're focusing, at least in the division that I'm driving right now, the Consumer Health Division, we're focusing on what are the health needs in Canada today that are, are currently maybe unmet but could be met with better digital solutions uh, and what have you. And so when we took a look at the Canadian market, certainly we have uh, an aging population, and that's a core area of focus for us because we believe we can offer solutions to help people age independently at home with dignity, grace, and peace of mind for loved ones. And so the Living Well Companion Service is uh, one of those services. And that's a personal emergency response device that you, it's a wearable devices that um, seniors can wear to help them live on their own longer. And they have the peace of mind knowing that they're always connected to emergency services in the unfortunate event of maybe they've fallen or an accident or they need emergency services, they can simply press a button and uh, it's available 24-7 and, uh, and we're, we're able to, to assist them with whatever they need. And I think you know, what's important from my perspective as well for your listeners to know is that we have one of the most affordable solutions on the market uh, in that regard. This is uh, interesting, and you know, from what I understand, you've got two models uh, of of these: uh, the uh, Living Well Companion Home and the Living Well Companion Go. Uh, explain to the listeners the, the differences between the two. Sure, great, great question. So, Living Well Companion for Home is for those individuals that you know it's difficult for them to leave their home, uh, but they want to be at home instead of in a hospital or in some a residential uh, setting, uh, residential care facility setting, uh, I should say, and they'd like to be at home. So. This is, a, this is a great service for people that are limited to their home and if they need emergency services that they can get access right away by, again, uh, pressing of the button or the, bu- the actual device can detect uh, in the event that the person has fallen and we can immediately contact them to see what type of help that they would need. Living Well uh, Companion Go is for those individuals that want the comfort and have more mobility and they want to leave their home and go for walks uh, and, and enjoy the outdoors but are also perhaps a bit concerned about what if something happens if I am outside, uh, Living Well Go will give them the comfort of having that device uh, support uh, anywhere they are. And it is GPS enabled so that we can actually find out if where you are in the case that you do need emergency services. I, I think that's uh, an excellent device because uh, I know a lot of seniors, uh, even including my mother, she's actually had a, a bad fall recently. And, uh, oh, you know, goodness. yeah, and it was awful. But, you know, now she's, you know, kind of recovering. Um, she'd like to get outside more and, you know, go for walks, but I think is still very nervous and apprehensive. So a device like this would, uh, I think, give a lot of folks uh, a bit of peace of mind knowing that uh, they have that, that communication, that, uh, that protection in case they, they do have any issues when they're out and about. Yeah, and, and, and it's exactly that, right? It's, it's giving people the, the freedom to be independent with the comfort uh, of knowing that we're always with you. And so if you need help wherever you are, either at home or on the go, that we can get that help to you. And I think from a caregiver perspective, it gives a lot of peace of mind. If, you know, Let's say that you're not living with your parents and you're far away and you want to make sure that your, your mom or your dad or your grandmother or grandfather uh, have that type of support. Uh, this is a fantastic, very cost effective way of being able to ensure that they've got that. And so, I mean, I'll share with you what might happen in the case of something uh, from an emergency response perspective happens. 
um, when the button is pressed, we immediately get in contact with the individual and we try to communicate to see if they're able to communicate and what they need. And then at that point, we also have a list of their, you know, emergency contacts. So in this, in your case, perhaps, Mike, it would be you that we would then call and let you know that something has happened and, you know, what, what your thoughts are on that and what you would like us to do as well. And then we'll immediately uh, dispatch emergency services to that individual. So you're always part of, part of the flow and part of the information flow to make sure that, you know, your, your loved ones are, are getting the best, best care possible. We're talking with Juggy Sohoto from TELUS, all about uh, TELUS Health and uh, some of the cool devices that they have uh, coming uh, down here, including the uh, the Living Companion devices. Uh, let's just quickly talk price, uh, just to give people a general idea of uh, how much these uh, things cost. Uh, I believe the, the home one starts at $25 a month? That's correct. Yeah, that's right. And uh, what uh, price point are we looking for the one, uh, the Go one for uh, for the folks that want to be out and about? Yeah, so it's around $45 a month uh, for the Go device uh, currently uh, in, in, our, in, our, in our service offering. And you can learn so much more of this by going to the telus.com website and clicking Health. And uh, in, in more details, learn about our Living Well Companion service. Let's uh, quickly talk about some of the other stuff that you have going on as well. Uh, you've got a partnership with uh, Babylon uh, out of the UK as well. What that, what's, what's happening there? Yeah, that's right. So we just announced this partnership uh, with a globally leading uh, health organization called Babylon Health uh, out of the UK. And this is to offer our customers the opportunity to get virtual consults with their doctor on their phone and have a personal health record wherever they go. So our Babylon by TELUS Health Service will be launching here in the next uh, few weeks. And we're super excited because people will be able to access uh, a doctor uh, anywhere they are, anytime that they need it. Uh, we know that there is a, a certainly a shortage, uh, again, of being able to access healthcare options, especially on the evenings or in the weekends, or for people that are living in rural communities, uh, getting access to a GP becomes quite challenging. And what we're seeing is that our emergency rooms are packed uh, because people just have limited options, especially after hours and on the weekends, as an example. And so we're, we are on a mission to revolutionize access to healthcare, and we, we searched the globe for the best partner that we could find. They are a leader in artificial intelligence, and they are a leader in uh, quality healthcare delivery. And so with our Babylon by Telus Health Service, people will be able to check their symptoms, they'll be able to talk to a doctor, uh, and they'll be able to get prescriptions and whatever they need uh, in order to continue on without having to take a day off work or commute a long time uh, and, uh, and, and, and be able to get the service that they're looking for when and where they need it. Amazing. You're so much more than cell phones. <laughs> we're so much more than cell phones, absolutely. And we're committed. Uh, we really, really are committed to helping make the healthcare challenges in Canada better. Uh, we think we have the tools. We've got the technology. We certainly have the passion and the interest to participate in this. We don't think this is just up to our governments. Our governments need help, and we are working quite collaboratively and closely with them to try and deliver better, better health outcomes for Canadians at lower costs. And just quickly, I wanted to bring this up as well. I know uh, you've, uh, uh, behind a documentary uh, as well, uh, you're one of the executive producers. Tell our listeners about this. Sure. This is uh, this is quite a quite a uh, something very near and dear to my heart. Uh, one of uh, I would say our strategic uh, mission, uh, Mike, is to empower Canadians with the right tools, information, and support, so that they can live healthier and happier lives. And to that end, um, you know, we we as I mentioned, we have our Healthy Living Network on uh, Telus Optic TV, 
And so to that end, we want to make sure we're getting people the right information. As you're, all pro- you're probably well aware, we have a, a fentanyl and an opioid crisis happening across our country, and uh, it's especially uh, acute here in British Columbia. Last year, we had uh, 1,470 overdose deaths in BC, and uh, those were from uh, fentanyl and, and, and opioid overdoses. And, you know, there's lots that can be done to, to make that uh, no longer a reality for us. And it's only on the rise. And so through our our uh, TELUS uh, services here and our Optic TV opportunity, uh, we partnered with a, a number of individuals and we've pulled together what I believe a very compelling documentary that I hope everyone will watch with their families to get a better understanding of this public health emergency that's devastating uh, our country, but it's certainly happening around the world. This film is it really will, will illustrate to people, you know, how the ravages of opioids are felt, you know, far beyond, you know, heavy drug users uh, revealing how they're, you know, they're actually now is affecting and devastating families and communi- communities, and it affects everyone. It's not just happening on the downtown east side. It's happening in homes and uh, with, 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 with people that you probably meet every day. And, and so we want to make sure that, it, that, that Canadians have access to this information so that they can be more informed, help their you know, families, their children make better choices, and, uh, and avoid uh, some of the challenges uh, that happen with this this tragedy that we're, we're facing right now. So that is going to be released uh, uh, by middle of November, and we'll have um, we'll have it available for all of our, our, our Optic uh, TV subscribers, but we're going to make it available on the Internet. I want, uh, through YouTube, I want everybody to please take some time out to see this very compelling documentary. And, uh, and, the, and we've, we've got some incredible families that um, chose to share their stories so that uh, they can help other families not, uh, not meet some of the outcomes that they have met themselves personally. Chuggy Sahota is on the line from TELUS talking all about uh, TELUS Health. Where can people find out more information about all of this? Uh, please visit our website at telus.com. Uh, all of this information that I've talked about today is easily accessible there. Uh, you can learn about our Healthy Living Network. You can learn about our Living Well Companion Services uh, and uh, and so much more. I encourage people to come to our website and uh, and take advantage of that. And please uh, get engaged and uh, and get involved. The services are there for you. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk here on Get Connected. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network, back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio. Well, I had an exciting week. I uh, actually was uh, over in the UK, in London, to uh, see a big launch event from a company called Huawei. A lot of people have probably not heard of this company, but they've just announced uh, a slew of new smartphones, uh, and devices, and it was pretty, pretty cool. On the line with me, I've got uh, my good friend Andy Barrar and Get Connected contributor. Thanks uh, for coming on the show, Andy. My pleasure, Mike. Uh, you were over in London with me, uh, along with uh, Wes, our, uh, our camera guy, and uh, we got to see a pretty amazing announcement. I don't get excited very often uh, you know, when I go to these announcements anymore because there's not really that much new, but uh, in this particular case, uh, they announced their flagship phone, uh, the Huawei Mate 20 Pro, and it was surprisingly refreshing in the fact that it actually had some innovations that we haven't seen before. And, and let's just start with the phone itself. Uh, it's uh, a flagship phone. It's got a large o- OLED screen, curved screen, very much like a, a, a flagship Samsung phone. Uh, I think the screen size is 6.39 inches, so it's pretty big, but it's nice because it's thin as well, so it still fits in the palm of your hand. Uh, and then on top of that, it also has uh, the notch in the top, so it looks kind of iPhone 10-ish. Uh, it's got a, a 3D unlock feature, much like the iPhone 10s, uh, and that's where the innovation starts 
happening. Uh, I think one of the big things for me, Andy, in this particular phone is that they also had a fingerprint scanner, which most phones do now, but it's built right into the screen. That's right, Mike. Um, you know, both of us are really hard guys to impress. We've seen a lot of phone launches over the years. Uh, this one is going to be something I'm not going to forget for a long time just because of the innovation. It wasn't like the imitation of, you know, uh, Samsung does something and then Apple does it uh, the next year after or vice versa. This was basically a, a manufacturer who's taking elements that are great about the iPhone, great about Android or a Samsung phone and just mashing it together and then on top of that put more innovation stuff that we've never seen before like that in-screen fingerprint scanner they're not the first to do that but it's really the first to really show the application of it in addition to um, also announcing they're doing the 3D face unlock which Apple has already done so you get a bit of both um, you know taking the best out of certain phones but then adding a layer of innovation on top of that and we were just stunned uh, announcement after announcement of all the new features uh, that are in this Mate 20 Pro. Uh, another big thing for me was the reverse wireless charging. So a lot of these uh, flagship smartphones now, they have wireless charging. You can get a wireless charging pad and basically just put your phone on it and it charges. Uh, this particular phone, uh, the Huawei Mate 20 Pro, uh, you could actually charge your buddy's phone at the same time just by putting it onto the back of it, uh, as long as they supported wireless charging, which I, I never even thought of something like that. Uh, I thought that was a, another great innovation that came from Huawei, Mike. Uh, what was interesting is because this phone has over 4,000 milliamp battery, you know, there's external battery packs that are around that size as well. So they just really decided to, how about we just make it so you can give the, the gift of power literally to your friends who have, say, an iPhone that uh, supports the wireless charging. And uh, that, that's really a good idea because you might have these new headphones like the Apple AirPods that need charging on the go, and you're going to be able to charge that by placing it right alongside the Huawei Mate 20 Pro. Let's talk about the camera now, Andy. Uh, this also stunned me. Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of these uh, phones now. They've got the, the dual lens. This had a triple Leica lens, and uh, the, the pictures are amazing. Uh, it's got a wide angle, an ultra wide, and a telephoto lens. And the telephoto lens does three times optical zoom, which uh, was amazing. What was really impressive about this, uh, they used a different type of grid system. They're, basically, it's like a two-by-two two grid on the back of the phone, which is something we've never seen before. Now, Huawei is known for their cameras. With their previous phone, the P20 Pro, they actually did uh, a partnership with the Toronto Film Festival. And what they did is they created a little studio and took portraits of all the different actors as they were walking through. And even the actors were just impressed because it has that, like a portrait mode like most phones do these days, which gives you a more flattering look. Uh, it can automatically use the AI to determine how to kind of fix the photo to make people look really good. Uh, another thing is they have this night mode, and we tried it when we were in London, Mike, uh, taking pictures of buildings at night, and it just looks absolutely fantastic. It's, it's one of the most uh, amazing cameras I've seen to date, um, and we were comparing it with the Pixel 3 and the iPhone all at the same time, and we were pretty impressed. Uh, it, it really was amazing. Uh, I, I love taking pictures at night, but they always turn out so crappy because, <laughs> uh, you know, smartphones typically aren't good at uh, low light. But um, the, the photos I was taking at night were simply amazing. And, uh, you know, I'm not like a big photo nerd. Like, I don't know how to use all the different settings. I just was on automatic and it worked like a charm. Another interesting thing that they did with the camera, and this kind of, 
I don't know if it really works. We're going to test this on Get Connected. But you can take a picture of food, and it will determine how many calories are on that plate that you're about to eat. Uh, that's <laughs> just another thing that we've never seen from any other phone manufacturer. If it works or not, we're going to have to test it out. Maybe put a banana and see if it can uh, determine what the calories are. But that, that's just another one of those innovations, Mike, that we've been waiting for in the smartphone category because we haven't really seen that. For, for years now uh, in terms of bringing something that makes people excited about smartphones again. So many other features in that particular phone, but let's talk about some of the other announcements as well. Uh, they were like basically taking shots at, at everyone in, this, in this, uh, this launch. I mean, obviously they're going after Apple and Samsung, uh, but uh, they also announced some wearables and a new smartwatch as well. The smartwatch, uh, it's, it's got a round face, giant round face, and uh, the battery life, Andy, let's talk about that. When you look at most smartwatches, how much, how much battery life do you get? Maybe a day? Yeah, most people have to charge it overnight along with their phone. Uh, if you forget that, at some point in time the next day, you're gonna, your, your uh, watch battery will die. But Huawei just blew us away saying that you can actually have your watch. You don't have to charge it every two weeks. So that's twice a month, which is just amazing. Another thing, Mike, is they decided to not use Android Wear, their operating system that they made for wearables. They decided to go with their own operating system, and I think that was one of the reasons why they were able to do that, because they kept everything in-house, uh, because they're known to building chips as well. So I think they got that efficiency by going with their own operating system on their smartwatch. So uh, they also had wearables as well, like fitness trackers, uh, you know, going after, I guess, Fitbit as well. Didn't get a lot of information on those, so we're looking forward to seeing uh, what comes out uh, of that. Uh, they also announced a large, uh, one of the largest phones I've seen. How big was that one? It was uh, se- over 7 I inches. I believe it was... It was 7.2 or 7.3 inches. Um, it is an, an astronomically large phone. almost looks like a, basically a tablet. But with that, they basically were taking on Nintendo Switch because you can put this little controller and attach it to it, and basically you got yourself a mobile gaming unit with a fantastic display and a lot of power to play some of the most popular mobile games on the market today. What do you think overall, though, Andy? You know, most people, to be honest, have not heard of Huawei. Uh, For me, this was really a a coming-out party, Uh, you know, as far as, like, fantastic devices. I wonder if, you know, do you think they'll be able to make an impact? Well, you know, it's interesting, Mike, and we learned about this when we were in London. Huawei is the number two smartphone manufacturer in the world, and they barely have a footprint in North America. In fact, these new Mate series phones that they just announced won't even be available in the United States. But across the globe, outside of North America, they are just a huge powerhouse, and their their history comes from telecommunication uh, infrastructure, and so they've just basically taken on like the, the likes of Apple, Samsung, Fitbit, and Nintendo all in one conference, which just shows that they're really going to put their, their stamp on North America. The only issue I think that they're having right now is that brand recognition in North America, and that's why you saw them partner with the likes of Hockey Night in Canada, because they want people to get familiar with their brand, because the phone and the technology in the phone is just fantastic. They just kind of need to get people excited uh, and to give their phones a shot. 
Yeah, I'd have to agree there, Andy. You know, and again, if you are in the market for uh, you know a new higher end smartphone, you have to check it out. It it is simply amazing. Uh, you know, the security features are are fantastic with the 3D face unlock, the built-in fingerprint scanner that's right into the the screen, uh, and the camera. You you can't beat the camera. It's just uh, fantastic on it. So uh, again, uh, I, I give it uh, you know a, a big thumbs up. Uh, and again, that's the Huawei Mate 20 Pro. Andy, I want to thank you so much for joining us again. My pleasure, Mike. That was Andy Barrar, our uh, Get Connected friend. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk here on Get Connected. You are back with Get Connected, Mike Agarbo here in studio. Well, uh, we all uh, use computers uh, in our offices, in our homes, and uh, I think most of them are run by Intel chips. Well, they've just announced the latest Intel chip, their ninth generation uh, version. Can they keep going with Moore's Law, where they uh, double the processing power, uh, I think, uh, I don't know if it's every 12 or 15 months. On the line to help us understand all of that, it's uh, Lisa McManus from Intel. Thanks for joining us, Lisa. Hey, Mike. Thank you very much for having me. I got Moore's uh, Law wrong there. Is it every 15 months? Oh, yeah. I would have to double check, but I think that's about right. Uh, A year and a half, roughly, yeah. So tell us uh, uh, about uh, the the latest uh, chip here. This is uh, the new uh, Core i nine chip. Uh, who is who is this chip for? What kind of computers? You know, actually, it's a pretty exciting um, CPU for us. It's actually the best gaming processor in the world, which is really a sort of a dramatic statement, but um, it's really amazing. It's for your sort of hardcore gamers. Um, it's really bringing you know super fast, immersive experiences for gamers and also creators, by the way. So folks that do um, content development, it's amazing. It, it's really a huge a huge CPU, 8-core, 16 threads, up to 5 gigahertz speed. So it's really something significant. Uh, so uh, gamers, I mean, that is a huge category now. You know, we're seeing all the, uh, the e-sports and e-gaming. They're selling out stadiums uh, where they're playing uh, uh, you know these multiplayer uh, games, uh, obviously a, a huge growth area for not only Intel but uh, a lot of the PC manufacturers, right? Absolutely. Like there's uh, been a, a real growth, and it, it's a real bright spot in the Canadian market as well as I think worldwide market in terms of gaming. It, you know, double digit growth and opportunity as people play and play more, and not only just playing games but doing much more with gaming. Right as you mentioned, esports. Folks are not just playing games on their own PCs. They are now connecting over um, with their friends. They're they're competing. Um, you know, it's really uh, well beyond Space Invaders of of the day. Right, <laughs> the incredible performance required to handle the 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 data processing required for these games is something else. And folks are really getting into it. You know, the, the these processors these days they're for AAA games, really significant. Um, frames per second requirements. And as you mentioned, the new Core i9, so the, the, the new i9-9900K, has enables up to more than 220 frames per second. So I don't know, you know, how much your, your um, listeners understand gaming, but, you know, in the past, you know, 70 or 80 was good. So this is 220 frames per second on most popular PC games out there, like Rainbow Six or Fortnite or CSGO or PUBG. So... I think it's really something that is beyond our standard, you know, sit at my computer and play. These folks are playing, they're streaming, um, they're editing as they go. So it's pretty exciting what we can do in terms of what we call gaming these days. 
Well, you know, we talked about desktop, uh, but you also brought up something interesting there, laptops. I mean, gamers uh, are playing these high-end games on, on laptops now, and the processors are, are powerful enough to do that, right? Oh, yeah. We just introduced, I believe it was April, the best processor. I, feel, I sort of feel like we're saying the best, but really our best <laughs> um, laptop processors we've ever um, introduced. And, and it's really exciting because it still addresses all those things that you need, you know, for gaming, like the the um, the speed and performance, turbo boost, um, you know, everything that allows like the high record edit and code gender, that can be done now on a laptop. So for Intel, it's pretty exciting. You know, we continue to innovate and continue to develop. And it really is changing gaming because now you're not sitting necessarily in your gaming room at home, but on a laptop, you can actually game at the same level of performance on um with your laptop anywhere not to mention we even have you know sort of always on gigabyte wi-fi which means you can be wireless and still have no impact to your performance of your gaming or your streaming so really exciting stuff in terms of gaming it's really changing the environment i think and it's becoming a much more social kind of event for folks right it's not a, you know it's not a lonely thing it can be done anywhere anytime and I think you mentioned earlier esports. And Mike, I don't know if you've ever had the pleasure of going to a championship, but it's pretty exciting when you get the crowd there. And just even just the concept of a mobile gaming party, it, it, it's really something else in terms of, uh, I think, a social social sort of entertainment. You know? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, my sons are uh, big into esports, uh, and one of them the other day, uh, you know, woke up at four in the morning to go downstairs and watch an actual tournament online, which. Uh, you know, I thought was crazy. Like I, you know, I I come from the era where you'd wa- you wake up to watch like a Formula One race or maybe a, a soccer game over uh, in, in Europe. But uh, you know, it's such a, a, a huge thing now. The whole uh, esports and e gaming category. Uh, where can people find out more information about uh, the latest uh, Intel processors, Lisa? Yeah, for sure. If you go on to intel.ca, you'll get, be able to get more information on our on our um, our individual processors, and then you know all the uh, OEMs that are introducing probably in the fall timeframe, you'll be able to get more information on their websites. Thanks for joining us today, Lisa. My pleasure, Mike. Thank you so much for having me. That was Lisa McManus from Intel. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk here on Get Connected. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here in the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. It's time for our skill of the week, our Alexa skill of the week. What yes. do we got, Graham? Uh, so I'm going to ask you, what's the matter, McFlying? Are you chicken? Our skill of the week is actually KFC chicken talk. KFC so, chicken talk. <laughs> oh, my God. So if you're in a foul mood, uh, this is a skill that KFC has sort of fired up the fryers for to give you a crispy skill. Uh, if you install it in your Amazon Echo device, it will happily talk chicken with you with chicken jokes, chicken pickup lines, random chicken thoughts and chicken musings. You can also play the Colonel's Quiz, a pop culture trivia game with the chicken twist. You know what the best part about this is? Go on. KFC didn't pay us to talk about this. It's just that weird. <laughs> so... So this is for Amazon Echo speakers. That's right. And so how do you invoke it? Uh, basically, uh, you just say, um, Alexa, give me some chicken talk. And we've just set off everyone's speakers. Right. On that note, that's all the time we have left for uh, Get Connected. Don't forget to listen to our sister show, The App Show. It's on every Sunday here on CKW 980, 10 a.m. in the morning. That's tomorrow. You have to tune in. It is awesome. It's a full hour all about app talk. So if you've got a smartphone, smart TV, tablet, we're going to tell you what's cool, what's not, and what's fun. I want to thank Graham Williams for helping put the show together. This is Mike and Graham logging off. We will see you again next time here on Get Connected.
You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.